the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome back, or welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Uh, we're located here at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I'm Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. And uh, you can be a part of the show by calling 210-308-8867 or... Just come visit with us at 1604 and Boulevardy Road, and uh, we'll answer your gardening question in person. So uh, lots of folks out here today uh, checking out the uh, the perennials in front of us that are on special in the one-gallon container. Um, so uh, we'll tell you more about that coming up. We'll tell you about some of the events that are coming up at the Blood Drive on the 17th or the Kids Gardening Class and uh, Eyesight Screening that's coming up at the uh, the last Saturday of the month here at Millburgers. Eyesight Screening? Uh-huh. Do you need to get your... Uh... <laughs> Where are you, Milton? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> well, we'll... Uh... Come closer, Milton. They do say on the uh, the flyer that the uh, that adults uh, can... Participate oh, too. it's for kids? Yeah, it's for kids. Oh. Especially, I'm, you know. I'm sorry. That's okay. You can be a part of it, too. We'll, we'll sneak you in. We need to have a hearing. Uh, yeah. I'll for have to, older, elder, older people. I'll have to I'll work on that. And maybe have a special on hearing aids. <laughs> I'll, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> do what? I'll see. <laughs> there you go. And I fell for it. 210-308-8867. hummingbird back. He did it. He's over there on the, what is that, salvia? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Good. So, did, you, did you get all your stuff in? Did you give the number? I did, 210-308-8867. I'll give you a, a report on uh, Backyard Basics. <laughs> oh, yeah. You said it went real yeah, well. They oh, were. yeah. That's right. You were in on that this day. I was today. there first thing, and there were 100-plus people. Is that right? Yeah. Of course, I didn't have enough handouts. and uh, Oh. But, uh, <laughs> and also, uh, Jerry, I always... Half an hour is never enough for the time. No, no. <laughs> Especially when you got a really responsive audience. Yeah, and things, right. Yeah. And Dad, I thought David was going to get a stick and drive me off finally. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he had a he had a great uh, attendance and uh, great. A responsive crowd. And, it was uh, over at the Gar- San Antonio Gardner Garden se- Center over there on Funston. Oh, it's on Funston, uh, the Garden Center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought it was going to be at the Botanical Garden. No, it's at the Garden. It was nice. The facilities were nice. Everything. Good. Uh, seemed to work. He had plenty of uh, 
Master Gardener help, and uh, went well. Yeah, how did they? Didn't it, weren't they growing it going through two or three consecutive? Yeah, crops? they would. They had an. Uh, they welcomed everybody and then went through the uh, preparations, and then they say, "Well, here's you ch- just choose this. Go here if you want this class. Go here if you want this." And what you had you, the main olive or the hundred people? Yeah, well, no, the hundred it was hundred plus, and about seventy five stayed stayed with the butterfly and hummingbird. That's what I mean. Oh, yeah. okay, I see. Yeah, and then the others went to. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember what the other topics. See, were. He was padding his numbers. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> now the uh, did you stay for I any was, of the other ones? It was a uh, Texas A and it was an extension service count for sure. You know, you yeah, right, right. Yeah, uh, that bunch of people that looks like ten over there, ten over there, ten over there. <laughs> but when they're all moving around like that, there you go. It's hard to do. Did you stay uh, for any of the other presentations? I didn't. No, uh, they had. I know they had a nice raffle. Uh, set up there, and they gave everybody the Milberger twenty dollars gift certificate. All right, that was the, nice. After the present, my presentation. Um, so yeah, went well. Good. I was interested in the ba- in the uh, the poultry, the uh, how it went. The chickens. Chi- the chickens. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have any foul language, did they? Well, no. We need I someone didn't to stay. Call us. I kind of was in- inclined to stay. I've always. Kind of wanted to have chickens again. They're they're kind of fun, but <laughs> apparently people get very attached to them. You know, my neighborhood there's at least two flocks. Robin Hoppus, who's on with the Big State Financial, I was visiting with her, and uh, she was talking about her chickens, and uh, you know, and, and what was surprising to me was. She could have been talking about puppies and dogs and all that. They they really become very close pets, and she knew all. And they all followed her, and they all yeah. they're all friends. And yeah, oh yeah, we have uh, a member of our board, neighborhood board, that has chickens, and she's a prominent uh, medical administrator, a doctor. But uh, always amazes me. So sometimes she'll say, "Well, she'll call. I can't make it to the meeting today. I've got a." There's a skunk someplace around my, yeah. in my chicken coop, so I've got to protect the chickens, you know. Wow. Well, yeah, hey, she... W- hey, you're, <laughs> I hope you don't do that for the, your your patients, you know. Yeah, Greg Grant uh, raised, has always raised chicken. Mm-hmm. And uh, one, one of the reasons I like to go visit him over in East Texas is because he gets me eggs, or they give me eggs. Yeah. And, of course, the Becks... Uh, Oh, did yeah, they have Malcolm and uh, Delphine used to have uh, have chickens, and uh, they used to give me eggs and everything. I'd have to bring the carton back, but those those uh, those uh, uh, eggs like that, I think they had brown eggs. Seemed like Greg had some different colored eggs. Yeah, Robin brought some to the station, and some are sort of greenish. Yeah, yeah, sort of a but, blue. But those fresh eggs are. They do taste different. They it do. Is, they, taste, they are better. They're more flavorful, yeah. And uh, well, I, I, I guess they're free range. Yeah, it depends on what you're used to. Oh, yeah. Because every, you know, I've seen people kind of look at the strange colored eggs, you know, like those Aracana mm-hmm. eggs or the brown eggs from the yeah, right. Rhode Island Reds right. and New Hampshire, those things are... <laughs> 
I'm not used to those, you know. But I always, I always like to know when they're fresh melted. You know how you know when they're fresh? No. You have a little chicken poop on the on the oh. eggshell, and you don't have to wash it because you're not eating the shell. And that indicates that it's fresh egg. Now, keep in mind, this is uh, a cockroach lover. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who herds and raises herds of cockroaches at his home. But you know who the the biggest ch- chicken raising horticulturist that's ever been in Texas is uh, Bill Adams. Really? Over in Houston. Yeah. The horticulturist over there. And uh, he's raised them for years, all different kinds. And so was it a different color eggs? Yeah, hobbyist kind of thing. I think it was. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, but uh, chicken you know, chickens are fun. I raised ducks and geese too, quite a few years. Yeah, and they're uh, they're real interesting. The I think they're a little easier to raise. I guess it's a little different. Yeah. yeah, geese can defend themselves pretty well. Yeah, and, that's right. Yeah, ducks ducks get pretty, and chickens will get pretty friendly too. Yeah, they, they depend on you. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but Greg used to talk about all the stuff that gets his chicken and gets the eggs. You know, snakes. Yeah, that's what Robin was having. <laughs> Robin was fighting snakes when we talked to yeah, her. Yeah, snakes, and uh, uh, of course you you don't want a varmint to get in there. Raccoons. Raccoons are. Foxes or dogs or anything like that, but uh, so that, anyway, that's so fun to raise. We'll have to have maybe, and uh, you can't beat the manure for for vegetables. We'll have to see if uh, that's what. Yeah, we'll see. There we go. That could be our our angle. We need to have a, a raising chickens class here at Millburgers for an adult gardening thing. Yeah. Okay, I'll talk to Trace. See how many people show up. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that chicken manure is good. A lot of people don't like to use it because it gives the vegetables a foul taste. <sighs> Never gets old. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, it does get old. Yeah. Oh, that's just mean. Speaking of getting old, guess what? <laughs> oh, dear. Guess what? I got a letter this morning. I got an email on Plant Answers. Yeah. Uh, from Charles Lundy. L-U-N-D-E. Okay. I hope he's listening. He's in San Antonio here. And his question is, is there any, and any is capitalized. I'm a big capitalizer of, of words. Is there any grass that will grow in my predominantly shaded backyard? Hmm. I do get filtered some. And guess what? I get here and look at Calvin's article today, and that's what it's all about. It's like an wow. answer to this guy's prayers. Goodness. So if they will, if they want to, I guess, I guess you've got previous articles similar to this on plantanswers.com. Well, we, what we've uh, always written about, Jerry, are those, uh, oh, the, the diseases, the pests. And uh, we've always we've started mentioning how much how related they are to the shade situation. Oh yeah, and uh, and so 
It's not a simple issue, though, either. It's got, no, you, you got no. to make a you got to make a judgment of what is actually uh, the main cause. But generally, if you got a more shade than uh, than thirty uh, percent, then you, you're any problem you have on your lawn, the the, the shade is contributing to it, yeah. making it more susceptible to diseases, making it uh, less less drought tolerant. Uh, up to, and then, but that is even a complication because you can see some places where the where the, you've got the shade, you know, where it's the the thirty percent, uh, like under an oak tree, and the, there'll be the grass will be green there, and then the minute you get in full sun, it's dried out. But that is a trying to trying to get exactly the thirty percent is uh, yeah tough to manage. You and I were talking about that. I remember a couple of weeks ago and. I was amazed you agreed with me. Um, but <laughs> I was amazed at that too. Yeah, that I walked through our neighborhood, and like our, we have a big oak tree, so the grass uh, under the oak is still green. And then you walk down, and there's another yard like ours. And then you walk one more, and there's a yard that has a few more trees, and there's like this sweet spot, this little sweet spot that just seems to be perfect. For St. Augustine in terms of, I guess, enough shade, enough sun, but kind of holds the moisture in, I guess, or something. And, and it, cha- it changes a bit with, with the rains, too. Howdy, did you have a question? Yeah, can we ask it on the air? Here. Oh, here. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna get you on the air so we can hear you. Yes, ma'am. Okay. My husband is looking to buy an avocado tree. Do you all have one that you recommend for the area? Well, well, there are several of them back there. Right. They have one called Poncho. Yeah. Something around there. I Uh, forgot what the third one is. Poncho are pretty good. Huh? Poncho Do you think? But none none especially better for the area? No. They're all going to freeze. I'm sorry? They're all going to freeze. That's a, the, 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 chan- the chances. <laughs> How about size? Is there one that's not one says twenty five feet? Yeah, that's pretty yeah. tall. That's they get big. Uh-huh. There's no such thing as a dwarf avocado, mm-hmm. and they grow fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the the main issue is that they becomes if you know if we have a exceptionally cold winter, maybe one out of yeah. They four say or five. eighteen degrees down to eighteen degrees. Right. Is that pretty normal? Yeah, yeah that's about yeah. right. When they yeah, when they're young, they're more susceptible. If they do make it mm-hmm. uh, through, so maybe a number put of it in a container first and let it grow a little bit. Well, it'll grow. It'll grow. They grow so fast that they they grow right out of yeah. the container. Yeah. Well, it's certainly cheaper to have your own tree than what they cost right now. <laughs> <laughs> now it's uh, it's real tough though to get a to get a consistent yield because of the, that mm-hmm, re- mm-hmm. reaction to cold uh-huh. weather. And now they're like 2 and $3 for the big one big tr- avocado. They're expensive. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. they are, especially if you like right. them. And they're very... Um, Nutritious. Uh, very healthy. Uh-huh. Nutritious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot of, yeah, a lot of, a lot of folks are trying. Mm-hmm. All right, So thank if you. she wanted to try what varieties... Oh, the Mex- those Mexican varieties that, mm-hmm. that are All right, thank you. Yeah, you bet. Good luck. Thank you. Find a yeah, find a kind of a, a kind of a sheltered spot in the full sun, and then you be and then you be yeah, and then you but it, but then you be prepared to kind of protect that middle portion at right, least, right. so that because it, it'll some of it'll free might freeze back, but it'll come back gangbusters. 
So yeah, it'd be good fun. To, it'd be fun to try. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll-free outside of San Antonio, 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Take a second to talk to you about Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. And I mentioned this last week, but I'll mention it again. Uh, if you're looking for a company that's going to address the entire problem, uh, whether it's roaches or ants or uh, scorpions or spiders or uh, the case where I knew Spider-Man bats, uh, then uh, you want to go with Spider-Man Pest Control. And what I mean by that is you'll hear these complaints, and you may have even experienced them, where a pest control company comes, you call them, you've used them for the first time, and they do a, a, a great job. And everything seems to be dying, but then two weeks later, or three weeks later, everything's coming back. And you're like, well, wait, what happened? That's why Spider-Man, when they come to your home, will take a look at not only how to get rid of the bugs that are bugging you, uh, but they'll also look and see, okay, where, what's the situation? What do we have causing this? And how can we fix it? And they'll advise you on that, too. And they may even do it themselves. So if you're looking for that last pest control company that you're going to need, it's Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, your web of protection since 1976. And you can call them at 210-656-3721. What is it? 210 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. Or go online to GoSpiderManPest.com. I got a hatch of new roaches. Oh, That's you, so cute. Yeah, I bet. You need to have a, a class on. We Talk to David and see if you can do a raising roaches class. <laughs> They're so cute, the little babies. You need to bring pictures. Yeah, there you go. Okay. 210, put them on plant answers so we can all enjoy them. 210-308, along with Dennis's article. There you go. Um, 210-308-8867 is our number. We're going to take a break. And come back in just a moment, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road with some great events that are coming up at Millburgers. First off, we're going to have the Blood Drive. The Blood Drive is going to be August 17th over at Millburgers. And to support the Blood Drive, Millburgers will give a $10 gift certificate to each person willing to donate, whether you qualify or not. You even get two certificates if you do a dual donation. And then if you give blood, you will be in the drawing for a $200 gift certificate to Millburgers. So you want to be sure to mark your calendar for August 17th from 10 a.m. to 1.30 for the Blood Drive. We've had some great success with these and we want to make sure we continue helping your south texas neighbors so mark your calendar for august 17th and then mark it for august 31st from nine to three when we have the lions club free kids site vision screening over at millburgers for more information on all these events go to millburgernursery.com that's millburgernursery.com what would happen if you didn't show up for work tomorrow for the next couple of days for a week a couple of months a year How long until you lose everything you've worked for in a fraction of the time it took to earn it? If this fear keeps you up at night, it's time to learn the strategies we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. Start with the free workshop. Go to LifestylesUnlimitedMap.com and find your true financial peace, like so many of our members already have. That's LifestylesUnlimitedMap.com. 
Utilityrates.com. Utility rates are not going down, and just like death and taxes, your electrical bill is unavoidable. There is wisdom in leveraging your money to work for you. Call Don Dickey and Advanced Solar today to find out how to let the sun power your home. Over 100 testimonials and reviews can't be wrong when it comes to Advanced Solar's expertise and customer service, which makes it no coincidence that Advanced Solar is the largest solar panel installer in South Texas. Going solar with Advanced Solar is a life-changing decision. It adds instant positive hard equity to your house. Your electric bill instantly drops. And ask Advanced Solar about current rebates and incentives again, saving you thousands of dollars. If knowledge is power, then Advanced Solar says let us educate you and allow us to give you the power. Call Advanced Solar in San Antonio at 210-556-1399 or ask a question online at advancedsolar.com. License number TLC 27328. GTG, BRB, OMW, be there in a few. You may think that these kinds of texts are fine because of their length, and you can easily send them at a stoplight. But no, answering one text can take your attention away from the road for five seconds. And traveling at 55 miles an hour, that's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Make good decisions. Don't text and drive. Visit stoptextstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Project Yellow Light. Noise and the Ad Council. One day you'll look to see I've gone, for tomorrow may rain, so I'll follow the sun. And welcome back to Millbury's Garden in South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Al's going to feature sun songs today, so if you have a request, you can call 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free outside of San Antonio, 866-308-8867. Well, gentlemen, what's going on in your gardening world? I got bad news. More? My lawn's drying up. Oh. Well, we're supposed to get rain tonight. Oh, yeah. Is that what the Sinisa the say that? Or? No, it's actually, I don't know. The Sinisa do not say that. This is the National Weather Service. What, yeah, what percent, though? 30 percent? 40 percent. 40? Yeah, chance to see. Tonight, uh, 40 percent chance of showers and thunderstorms mainly after 1 a.m., mm-hmm. mostly cloudy with a low around 76, and then tomorrow, slight chance of thunderstorms, 20 percent. Then nothing for the rest of the week, it looks like. Milton, you have the worst sources for rain uh, using Sinisa and the weather people. Yeah. That I ever saw. What do you What do you do? I wait till it rains, and then you go. I think it's going <laughs> to rain today. <laughs> That's probably more. I go wrong. out, and when I come back in, if my one or two hairs are still are wet, then I know it's rained. Well, let's compare. I'll go to AccuWeather.com too and see what they say, <laughs> and we'll see who's closer to the. And then there's Sinisa.com. Which uh, I'll see what their weather uh, prediction is. I got um, interesting feedback from uh, uh, Leon Maka over in uh, over around. Uh, he, he used to be the uh, president, I think he was, of uh, Greenleaf Nur- Greenleaf Growers over there at uh, El Campo, and. Uh, now he's uh, retired, but he still uh, kind of scouts, uh, scouts for new plants for him. And uh, 
He said, he says, uh, Grandma's Yellow Rose and our recent superstar issue listing really grabbed Leon Maka's attention. He has thri- five thriving at El Camp at his El Campo home. Uh, all Leon's Grandma's Yellow Roses receive all day sun and are now into an awesome fifth round of flowering this year. That's kind of what you're seeing. Isn't yeah, it? we're still seeing it. We got new growth on ours. As as soon as a flush, a floral flush starts to wane, Leon cuts back at least a third to larger diameter stems. Cuts back a third to larger diameter stems. This, he says, is why his bushes have so many bloom explosions. Uh, he's a longtime association with Greenleaf Nursery. Uh, he says, uh, I want to be cutting stems of substantial size, not just a few inches below the spent flower, where the stem is a toothpick size. A larger stem has fat buds that reward you with more vigorous regrowth and nice fat flower buds. So uh, he's just giving a tip on cutting cutting the roses back. Don't just cut them below the the dead bloom. Yeah, what was he saying again? One more time. Huh? One more time. I wasn't... <laughs> so where do we cut them? He cuts them... Uh, uh, Rather, he cuts the stems of a substantial size. All right. It's, uh, not just a few inches below the spent oh, okay. flower. Okay. Not a typical deadhead. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people just break the bloom off. I've been, uh, I've been, uh, I've done that before. Well, uh, don't 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 cut it off where the stem is toothpick size. Okay. A, a larger stem has more buds, and they're they're healthier buds. So uh, he says, if you're paying attention, every two weeks there are stems that you whack off, and the progression of new buds and flowers gets to be a constant event. Pruning is not a deep thought process, Milton. What does that mean? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Can't think of what it means. <laughs> no, I don't get it. Deep thoughts. Deep thoughts. <laughs> oh, he, he uh, decision making. Oh, so just kind of. But, but uh, if you if you cut off that much stems on a regular basis too, you better be fertilizing your roses too. Oh, okay. Because he, yeah, yeah. He ta- he talks about grandma the the grandma's yellow. Honored by this. Ro- Honored by this rose is Tilly Jugman's grandmother. Uh, is a is a was grown out with Tilly Jugman, grandmother of Dr. Larry Stein. Uh, AgriLife Extension Horticulture and it's developed along with uh, Jerry Parsons and Greg Grant, all of whom agree this is as dang near. The perfect yellow rose as they've ever seen. So, uh, dang near is. 
So, uh, that, 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 so uh, you stick with, uh, and you, we, we've had uh, traces, but they bought some good, uh, yeah, good groups of, uh, like, yeah. Grandma Jello Rose. Yeah. Now, you, that, that sounds like managing it a lot like hybrid teas. Right. But if you're using it as a tough modern rose. Right, you can just you, let it go. Yeah, you just put up with the, it probably, it's probably had five, I was trying to think of how many cycles mine has had. Yeah. And I haven't pruned yeah. I'm deadheaded or anything. Yeah. That's yeah. a it's the kind of rose that just keeps coming back anyway. So yeah, don't don't get the thinking that you have to manage it that closely. It's the one of the wonderful things about it and Belinda's dream and Katie Road and all of those tough modern No, it's the grandma's yellow has actually probably at least mine has been more prolific than the Belinda's dream. Really? Is yours uh, similar or Belinda's dream is still Yeah, now Belinda's dream and Katie Road are more, Are they resting in the summer? Oh, okay. They don't have their pattern of bloom is not exactly the same. And uh, another one that Mrs. Dudley Cross is pretty aggressive too. I mean, and has a little different pattern. But all of those, just like Jerry said, all of those can uh, be left. You know, if you can water them every couple of weeks, it helps. Uh, you want to fertilize them when you can too. Now, do you have knockouts? I do. What are they doing? They're ba- they're uh, it's large and has a few blooms on it. Okay. Yeah, it's not not covered with blooms like it uh, was earlier. Ours look like it's suffering suddenly. Look great in this in the winter or sorry, either in it's the not spring. Lo- it's not loaded with uh, vines or anything, is it? No. Because I I had to pull a lot of oh vine off. No, of it just kind of like it it if you could talk, it seems like it's saying it's summer. I'm hot. I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. Uh, but, and I see some other ones around town that have little blooms on them, very small, but they look like they're kind of resting and waiting for the cooler weather maybe a little bit too, but that's not your case, huh? Well, uh, well, it looks pretty vigorous, but the okay. uh, but you would uh, you get more performance out of it if you water it too. And I do water it. Yeah. But, I mean, those roses that are around town that are blooming are probably oh, okay. watered. <laughs> But when it rains tonight, yeah, that'll perk it up. Yeah. Oh, but, you, uh, but I've got some. Uh, you're going to come apologizing tomorrow when we get oh, some rain. Oh, okay. I hope I am. <laughs> I've got some cat's claw vine. If you would like to have some. No, vine that's okay. Right Thank you. I'm okay. We have passion vine. That's we got plenty. That's that's enough to fight itself. Very pretty, but man, <laughs> it's a uh, it's a fighter. Yeah, well, you, you don't uh, want to ever get Trumpet Creeper then. Oh, okay. The Trumpet Creeper I've seen when we used to live in Alta Vista. They had all kinds of, I think it was, is that the orange flower? Or is that coral vine uh, with no, the uh, orange? No, that's the It's Trump, a pretty orange that climbs creeper. up telephone poles. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Trumpet Creeper. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. By the way, AccuWeather.com also recommending or also uh, <laughs> saying there's a 40% chance well, of Well, they shower. copy each other's deal. I don't know that they I, do that. Haven't you noticed that? Oh, wait a minute now. Have you ever seen a difference? No, I don't understand. In that predictions? I haven't. I've never compared them. Now, this yeah, actually says precipitation, 40%. And then on the right-hand side, I don't understand, it says thunderstorms, 64, 60%. Well, you don't necessarily have to have 
You think that's what it means is that 40% chance of rain and there's a 60% chance that rain would be... No, or a, th- or a thunderstorm is... You see it off in the... Oh, okay. Off in the, in the uh, vista up there. And no, not necessarily dropping precipitation here. Some Someplace close, 60% chance that it'll be a thunderstorm someplace that you can okay. see it. That's my guess. Okay. We need to have a weather person. Maybe Steve is listening and we'll go, oh, my God, they're, yeah, butch- yeah, they're, they're butchering this again. The weather again. Uh, I've worked so hard, and now they come on the air and they, they give all this misinformation. <laughs> yes. Steve, if you'd like to call us and clear that up. <laughs> Stick to roses and rutabagas. <laughs> yeah. You never did get Steve to grow rutabagas, did you? No. Uh, that would have been good. Did. <laughs> it was so hard to get him to try fall tomatoes or uh, and to change to a tycoon. Yeah, and then he latched on to tycoon and went, wouldn't you know, leave, wouldn't leave it alone. Yeah. Really. <laughs> oh, but he did. He did well. He was a great ambassador for the lettuce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of tomatoes, look at look at the pretty tomatoes we got out here. And Calvin, oh, yeah. Calvin and says it's time to plant fall tomatoes now. Oh, and good. And is uh, this week in the garden. Select varieties that are determined or are semi-determined, so they grow their foliage quickly and then concentrate on maturing their uh, their fruit before cold weather arrives. Now, how uh, Calvin didn't list the varieties. Oh. How can, how can someone be sure that they're going to get... Uh, uh, varieties that are determined or or semi-determined. They could come to Millburgers. There you go, Milton. Millburgers carries the varieties that are I don't, a proven I don't track th- record in San Antonio. Yeah, I don't think there's any indeterminate uh, varieties out there. That means there's no old-fashioned, old uh, heirloom. heirloom heirloom out there because they they have a tendency to be indeterminate and uh, they get to, they grow large the plant has to get large before they set fruit and the fruit is so big that uh, they seldom mature a fruit in the fall now the heirlooms no somebody's gonna say well whole foods has uh, <laughs> heirloom tomatoes I know that because somebody visit uh, some gave us uh, some gift, uh, gift. Oh, they're selling them. Heirloom tomatoes, big, nice, big, Cherokee purple and oh, some wow. other varieties. Well, they course, all scrunched up and ugly like the regular. No, no, they're pretty. They're pretty nice, but of course they're not from here. They're yeah from the north now. Uh huh. So, all right. According to KSAT, if I'm reading this correctly, and I apologize if I'm not, it looks like uh, they're saying 20% chance of showers this evening. That's about right. Okay. That's and then tomorrow night, twenty percent chance of shower. That's about right. Uh, right. How does he? How do you know? <laughs> yeah. Why do you got to be that way? <laughs> well, he's uh, he's pretty safe because at he, least they didn't copy didn't. off the weather places. No, I don't know that they copy off. I think they all try oh, to. They do. Interpret their own models. Yeah, but they're weather forecasters. They're they're wrong all the time. Why why would they <laughs> try to? Uh, the, if you're a weather forecaster or a meteorologist, send your emails to Dr. Jerry Parsons. Calvin and I have faith in you. All right, 210-308-8867. 
210-308-8867. Of course, I am the person that listens to the Sinisa for my weather yeah, forecast, right. so I may not be the person yeah. you want backing you. <laughs> you may you may have a better weather forecaster than the weather forecaster. I might. I go, I'm go. i going by the old-timers. Who, there you go. They had to know. This wasn't... <laughs> And they didn't have weather forecasters. Nope, they just had the they had their observations the and their and their experience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bad news. Now again, <laughs> <laughs> everything's bad news. Yes, Calvin and Neil Sperry disagree. Ooh, fight, 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 yeah. fight. Yeah. Uh, to extend the bloom period. Cut off the spent blooms or new seed pods on Pontiana, Vitex, Cray Myrtle, and Xenia if it is practical. Now, who's saying that? That's Calvin. Okay. Removing the seed pods on large crepe Myrtle would not be practical. And Neil writes... Oh, no. In his newsletter... In the newsletter... Do not spend time deadheading crepe myrtles. They will not rebloom any more quickly than if you leave the seed heads in place. Mm. I don't mm. know if I agree with that. Yeah, I, think, that I think I'm with Kevin. All right. Well, I think that, yeah. Well, we've had that experience. Didn't we ask people to do it? And we've got lots of anecdotal well, evidence of people having well, there, good experience. Well, I think there's research in the old days, of, oh. well back then. Mm-hmm. Now, course you know you can go back and look at the research and see if they the new varieties are different that could right. be. yeah 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 new varieties are much better much uh in terms of management they might be easier maybe neil's got some information we don't have but calvin also put Pontiana, which we don't you know i asked people to participate last year if they had Pontiana or uh, proud of barbados to cut those seed pods off as soon as they sell the seed pods. And uh, nobody in my neighborhood has cut the seed pods off. Yeah. They, they think they're going to save the seed. Oh. Well, mine, the, the ones in my neighborhood get the seed pods on, too. But they're they're not going to save the seeds. They just... They just, just didn't cut them off. Yeah, that's right. So if you got a trout of Barbados, go ahead and cut those off, even though they're green... And they won't make seed, a viable seed. Now, uh, that, the, the jury's out on Pontiana. I think that we're going to find out that they won't rebloom before fall. Because they, they like hot weather. They like to bloom in hot weather. And even, even though you stimulate new growth, I don't think. Global, global warming, maybe they'll bloom 12 yeah, months of the year. That's true. Now, with Vitex, Calvin mentioned Vitex and Xenias. I know if you don't remove those seed pods on Vitex, they may have a few sparse blooms, but they'll never have the bloom, the overall bloom they will if you remove the seed pods. Well, it surprised me. I've had a couple of gardeners, at least, that tell me that they've maintained that cutting them completely back. Yeah. Every year, and they were very happy with them. And I have even a neighbor that uh, has one in his front yard that that's what he does. He only lets it get the, well, it gets about five or six feet. Right. And then 
gets cut back in the winter time and then next spring. There you go. Boom. He read the article, huh? He's yeah. all at once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very few people, they think they're, uh, even I, I was over at the botanical garden one time working in our little experimental bed over there. And uh, the head, the main horticulturist came up to me and asked me, would the Vitex come back if they cut them down? And uh, they were, the Vitex, uh, they planted a row of them, and they were uh, eight feet tall, eight feet tall and and about uh, four feet wide. And I said, yeah, cut them to the ground. And he said, to the ground? I said, yes, to the ground. Cut them to the ground. And that's what he did. And that was about uh, two years ago. And the, the first year they were smaller plants, but they were full of blooms. And now they're back to the original height. They haven't cut them back anymore. So, uh, yeah, they grow so fast. Vitex will take it. Yeah, if you're going to. You, you really got to make a point to managing them like that. I mean, it's not a it's not a complex management to just cut them off at the ground level. But yeah, yeah, if you wait one year, you got to it's got to back big again. Yeah. And uh, Greg Grant has always told me, and I've never tried it myself, that you do can do crepe myrtles the same way. These larger growing crepe myrtles. Yeah, I did see a guy over at Stone Oak that had a uh, white one. I guess it was a Natchez. had a white crab myrtle, and he cut that thing to the ground. I mean, it had three, four-inch trunks on it, if not larger. And I I didn't know if that would come back or not. Right now, two years later, it's the same size it was when he cut it back. Well, you remember when we had the big freeze... At time where, where the crepe myrtles froze all the way back, I don't remember. Oh, that's right. That's remember right. that year, but Natchez was the one that was one of those the most noticeable, and uh, Basham's Party Pink also. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were amazed that all of them froze back completely, but that next spring, <laughs> next thing we know, they're, you know, they're... Coming back. Yeah, they're 8 and 10 feet tall. Yeah. Really quickly and booming up a storm. The the crepe myrtle I was watching during the, after that hard freeze was over in front of uh, the old Pace building, where the of a thirty five south, thirty five north, I guess it is, uh, right there where they used to make Pace Picante, and they've got their their uh, driveway lined with big crepe myrtle. Hmm. And and they're very uniform. I think they've kept them pruned back. They were very uniform. And, I mean, they took a hard freeze. They took it took it back. I don't know what variety it was. And I thought to myself, I said, myself, <laughs> they're going to have to cut those back. And they didn't. And in two years, you couldn't tell that they are frozen. Hmm. So uh, they 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 take a lot a lot of abuse, crepe myrtles do. But um, I think if you like you said, if it's convenient, if it's practical, I think you're gonna get ahead uh, removing crepe myrtle. Well, it becomes a a different 
per, the plant becomes a, has a different purpose if it's six foot tall than if it's eighteen feet tall. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, so the six foot tall is a, one of those that you man, probably manage for blooms, or twelve, even up to twelve feet probably. You can manage for blooms, and then it, then it may you get more more blooms if you uh, prune off those uh, new seed pods. Yeah. Now zinnias got a lot of choices there to make because yeah, you, if you don't deadhead them, they're gonna yeah. come to the end of their bloom period. Which, yeah, they're gonna stop blooming. Yeah, which uh, the lesser goldfinches and cardinals and all say that's great because we get those seeds, but uh, yeah. Um, but then you have to re- replant something. Uh, I shouldn't mention this, <laughs> but I'm working. Uh, I've got a uh, uh, experimental crepe myrtle. That's the bloomingest crepe myrtle I've ever seen, and hmm. it and it's short. It's small. Ooh, and uh, I I we got it uh, through a superstar testing program, and it's purple. I mean, beautiful, beautiful purple. Ooh, I want one. And <laughs> and uh, I go in there and cut it back every time it, after every bloom. Uh, and it it pops back new growth and, and starts blooming immediately. The problem we're having with it is I can't propagate it. Because it's blooming more new growth. Oh, no. It, it, it doesn't bloom new vegetative growth that I can root. It's blooms uh, all the vegetative growth has buds on it, flowers on it. Hmm. Very seldom uh, what I, uh, uh, Pinky Crape Myrtle did. Oh, wow. But we, we figured out... Uh, how to take uh, from uh, Dr. McFadden uh, in Somerville, Tennessee. Uh, we figured out how to take the early growth, the early new growth of Pinky Crape Myrtle doesn't have buds on it. Oh, that's interesting. So if you yeah. take the early growth, so I said, I'll do this with this new Crape Myrtle. No. No way. The early growth has buds on it, too. What about... So I, it's I think it's on the market, the crab myrtle. Oh, okay. So I may I may try to find out where it's where it's from, and maybe get Trace to order us some. Or, oh, cool. Millburgers to order us some. All right, we got to take a break. While we do, you give us a call 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer.
Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road with some great events that are coming up at Millburgers. First off, we're going to have the Blood Drive. The Blood Drive is going to be August 17th over at Millburgers. And to support the Blood Drive, Millburgers will give a $10 gift certificate to each person willing to donate, whether you qualify or not. You even get two certificates if you do a dual donation. And then if you give blood, you will be in the drawing for a $200 gift certificate to Millburgers. So you want to be sure to mark your calendar for August 17th from 10 a.m. to 1.30 for the Blood Drive. We've had some great success with these and we want to make sure we continue helping your south texas neighbors so mark your calendar for august 17th and then mark it for august 31st from nine to three when we have the lions club free kids site vision screening over at millburgers for more information on all these events go to millburgernursery.com that's millburgernursery.com um, excuse me. Yes. In case you haven't noticed, advertising has changed over the years. What? It used to be customers could find or discover your business in just a handful of ways. Now, life is digital with so many more options and things you need to do. You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your business's contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? If not, we've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surroundsanantonio.com. Surroundsanantonio.com. Connecting you with new customers. Investment advisory services provided by Pax Financial Group, LLC. I'm happy to announce that Pax Financial Group has opened an office in New Braunfels. If you want to avoid the 1604 and I-35 interchange, this is great news for you. Now you can get objective retirement guidance without the San Antonio commute. Visit us at PaxFinancialGroup.com or 210-881-5700. Pax Financial Group. Investing in your life. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. On the day of the second debate among Democrat presidential candidates, President Trump cut the rug out from under Senator Bernie Sanders when he said the U.S. will open the door to cheaper drugs from Canada so long as they meet our standards. Pharmaceutical companies fear their bottom lines will be affected, but competition is at the heart of the U.S., and forcing drug companies to compete will help lower prices. Republicans should also be pushing for lower malpractice costs. Thankfully, hospitals must now publish their prices before a patient is admitted and during treatment. Many Democrat candidates are promising Medicare for all, requiring 170 million people with private policies to give them up along with their doctors. That's unlikely to fly. Would you want the government telling you what kind of care you get and which doctor you can see and then wait for weeks to be seen? Not to mention paying more in taxes for less in service. The estimated cost is $32 million, but we know from previous experiments that initial costs are not final. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. 
number 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 and toll free 866-308-8867 give us a call at school let us know let us know what's going on in your gardening world i have a question for calvin all right calvin you ready ready why do we put up boxes for purple martin because they have... They won't nest without the boxes? They, they Some of those in the West do, but the, in the, you know, of course, before the settlers were there, they used to nest in the cavities, just like uh, woodpeckers. Yeah. But uh, they've, they've uh, all... They're not like a barn swallower. No. Which they, yeah, you're on they, the side of, your, side of the building. No, they've all kind of converted... <laughs> to, uh, to, you know, if you looked and looked and looked, you might find a pair that uh, nested in in a hole in the tree. But generally, they they nest. They prefer boxes. In fact, they prefer martin houses. The closer to human habitation, the more likely oh. they have them. And uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of folks have. Uh, noted that that they you know they love having the martins so they put all these on the beaches and everything put houses yeah martins aren't as in, interested in the houses that are away from uh, uh, people habitation i was wondering because calvin wrote another derogatory comment about sparrows mm. says uh it's not. It's not any kind of judgment. It's just a statement of fact. <laughs> if my Martin house is down and the holes are plugged, the, I know it. The sparrows won't raise any. Lower the houses and remove the nest. That's a little. That's you're evicting them. That you're evicting the sparrows. Hmm. Place. There's a story. Door stops in the nest box if you want to prevent. More English sparrows nesting. Mm-hmm. Now, that's ugly. Call the sheriff's department if they come back. I mean, if you have it for purple martins, <laughs> you ought to have it. You're mainly attracting birds. You want to attract birds to the landscape, right? Well, or you could if you could argue that you want to attract native birds to the landscape. Ooh. Oh. Interesting point. <laughs> I, I don't discriminate against natives. And even 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 uh, what you the issue the issue, of course, with English sparrows is they're very successful nesting and they're versatile, where the the purple martins aren't nearly as versatile. And so, if you want to encourage uh, you want to encourage them, you uh, have to uh, make the specifications that uh, fit their needs. 
And uh, <laughs> where the English sparrows, you don't, you just let them go about their business. They'll figure out a way to yeah. raise more young. But I, I, I don't know why Calvin got this against the English sparrow. Now, do you have a sparrow house up? Uh, no. No? <laughs> I had a Martin house up. I've told you all about my Martin house that I got. A $100 Martin house. All it right. cost $100. Okay. And, uh... I think that's actually a good deal, isn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. And the pole, the pole I put it on, yeah, cost a hundred dollars. All right, now it's, now it's a two hundred dollar mark. Yeah, with a metal deal. <laughs> and I put it up a couple of years. I had had a, had a Martin in that thing. Uh huh. So I thought I needed to order some Martin, maybe from Sears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Before they went out of business. Yeah, that's a problem. And uh, I did have sparrows. Did you? I did have some sparrows come in there. Were they nice? Were they kind of fun to watch? Yeah, or? yeah. Uh-huh. And that, that's when I was outside the city limits. And uh, my neighbors were watching this box, too, in between our places. Uh-huh. And uh, at, we saw a scout. Ooh. And the neighbors came running in telling me, there was a scout out there, a Martin scout. But the sparrows were running him off. Oh. I think Jerry's beginning to answer your question. I Look said, I can handle that. And I eliminated the sparrow. Oh. Temporarily. I did have Martins that year. Did you? Oh. Mm, I'm glad but you But that house, I had it up so long it actually uh, decayed. It, uh, oh. I guess the sun... Was it, it uh, wood? No, it was plastic. Oh, plastic. Yeah, I've got mine are mostly aluminum, but even they declined. Yeah. You know, you can count on 12, 15 years. I've still got the pole. Uh-huh. It's a galvanized pole, you know, that I mm-hmm. screw the deal on. Uh-huh. And I can let the pole down, clean it out. Well, you got You can it. enjoy that pole. You gotta, yeah, you gotta start putting a hundred bucks for that pole. You better keep no, it. No, I don't. <laughs> I probably need to give me another Martin. House. Yeah, so somebody needs to give him a Martin house for Christmas. Yeah, he's already got birthday. the pole. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I got a, a real high pole. Yeah, you could put a chicken coop up on the. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, because it's time to get you caught up with the news. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. Oh, I thought she, there she is. Is that she there? Oh, she's helping somebody. Or 210-308-8867 or 866-308-8867, the number to call. Back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. Uh, lots of butterflies in front of us at the perennials. Let me get the uh, uh, some of the sale items that are uh, on featured this week and... Uh, We'll tell you a little bit about those. But uh, come on by or give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call. 
to I, t- uh, I tell you one that's not on sale. Uh-oh. We, we, but still spectacular. Mm-hmm. Is that the uh, Gold Star Esperanza. Out there. Oh, okay. At, at the entrance. Mm-hmm. That smaller plant. And they're full of bloom. Oh, good. So uh, if you're looking for uh, uh, Gold Star Esperanza, this is the place to come. Also out there is, uh, it's not on sale, but also out there is uh, the uh, Pontiana or Prada Barbados in very small plants. Blooming up a storm. Yeah, blooming up a storm. Now, I don't know. Uh, I wait till Trace comes up and see what the history on those is, but I've never seen a Pontiana or a Prada Barbados bloom that short in that smaller plant. And it led to some questions from a uh, customer to this morning. You know, they they hadn't seen. They were yeah. debating about. You know, and they they were good gardeners and they were uh, pretty sophisticated and they knew about. Pride of Barbados having yeah short season in the fall right, so they were they were wondering if that was a dwarf or something. Yeah, and the price was pretty exciting too. So oh, was it? Was yeah. it low? It's uh, la- less than those the big ones. big ones. Yeah, yeah. Hey, James is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, James, what's going on? Oh, hey, I'm just sitting here in front of the air conditioner uh, after a little hard work. Uh, You're mean, James. You guys on the radio. <laughs> We're out on the porch. We're toughing it out today. None of that AC yes. for us. No, no, you don't need any of that. You, you no, thank you. <laughs> hey, you know, when I started with the Purple Martins many years ago and became a landlord and put up houses, I wasn't real successful. Until I found the uh, the website, the uh, Purple Martin Conservation Association, and answered all my questions. And one was uh, about the uh, sparrows running the martins off. So I got a sparrow trap, and that ended all my problems with the sparrows. <laughs> I trap about 15 or 20 birds uh, a year, and uh, some years more, some years less. And it makes uh, it makes room for the martins. I have two houses, and uh, they're they weren't full this year, but uh, hopefully they'll uh, maybe they'll fill up next year. But the Purple Martin Conservation Association is a uh, you can go on your on their website, and and they'll just answer any questions you have uh, regarding the the martins if you want to get a you know get successful with them. There's uh, several good uh, publications too. Yeah, books. The um, I think the Conservation Association was also where they had the Purple Martin cam, but I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can buy the cameras that. Oh, that's right. That was in cool. The, in the nest this, boxes, and yeah. uh, you can watch your Purple Martins on your television inside the house. Yeah. Oh no, but there's a there's also one. Uh, the nest cam on their site, and uh, yeah. it looks like it's gone now. But uh, <laughs> it's a uh, life in oh, the purple no. martin nest. It's like what? It's they're not the purple martins haven't left the nest yet. Oh gosh, yeah, they're yeah, off, so, they're off so it's not live South America. But there's still a video of it. It's the season summary. Uh, if you want to go, that's kind of fun. But we were kind of watching it 
too, even if you don't have Purple Martins or you don't have the, but you got access to a computer, you can watch on their site too. So that's a good. That's a purplemartin.org, I think, is theirs. Yeah. Looks and like, say you don't have any sparrow cams on that, do you? No, I'll, I can look and see if there's look a, and see if there's a, a sparrow conservation association. Sparrow cam. That's a good tip. Thanks, James. Yeah, you guys have fun and uh, enjoy your uh, your day on the porch out there. Thank you again. Yeah, we don't need any air conditioning. Thanks, James. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm looking under sparrow cam. There you go. See if you can find a sparrow cam. All right. Well, James didn't go into the details of uh, the sparrow trap. Sparrow trap. Yeah, maybe, well, we've maybe. covered that before. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he... Uh, I didn't realize there was a stuff that you think is a sparrow. Oh, trap. yeah. And sparrows are easy to ca- catch, too. They're so cute. You could catch them and put them in a birdcage. No, well, here's a live sparrow cam. Is it really? Mm-hmm. It's on YouTube. <laughs> All right. 210. Oh, Trace is coming up to... But get the show back on focus. Well, look at that. That is a what is that a big one? Gracious. Oh yeah. I um, can remember a day I'd be out there whispering to him. No. Yeah, <laughs> that one. <laughs> so easy for y'all to get off track. Yes, it is. Well, we were talking about. Uh, why did we even get to Purple Martins? I forget. But yeah. So we were talking about. I ask about the sparrow. Did you hear? Uh, oh, Jerry bragging about out. your uh, poinciana and your. Uh, um, they look good, didn't they? Man, yeah. That, well, I mean, there's a bunch of them. I see. Then three gallon or bigger. Uh, bigger? Some, some are, well, the, the Esperanzas are 12 inch. The uh, Poinciana's are in uh, like a three gallon and in a, I want to say an eight and a half inch. Okay. I think the eight and a half inch look the nicest. Oh, yeah. they're the ones loaded with the blooms. Yes. Yeah. Now I want to know how they got them to how people got them to bloom that small. That's weird. I mean, most of the time, the the yeah, brown of Barbados has to be three, four feet tall at least. But they, uh, unless they kept these over from last year. No, I'm pretty sure these are new. You can't you can't root them. Um, I, I, you can't root them. I'm going to guess growth regulator, but that's. I don't think I don't think uh, Pontiana would even respond to a growth regulator. Well, they're special then. <laughs> oh. That's weird. Hey, uh, speaking of weird, they'll grow out of that though, probably. Uh, I mean, they're, they're going to they're keep growing and blooming. Yeah. So. Different things on sale. Pentas in the 4-inch pot, yes, 98 cents each. Vincas in the 4-inch pot, 88 cents each. We mentioned fall tomatoes. We mentioned the perennials in the 1-gallon. That's or, a good deal. It's a great deal. Uh, before we go back to that, do we talk, what is Jathropa? Jathropa. Okay. Waxy kind of Yeah, waxy leaves, shiny leaves, and uh, does... Does real good, especially the uh, the one we selected as a uh, superstar. Yeah, this is the Texas kind of a dwarf, semi-tropical shrub with spectacular blooms most of the year. Best uses container plant to attract hummingbirds and butterflies. Yeah, full sun, partial shade, but it's on sale. Yes, the three is. gallon for fourteen eighty eight. 
We do have a couple of in-store specials going on. Ooh. So, uh, caladium bulbs. These uh-huh. are these are the super big ones. All right. And uh, so their values to six ninety nine. We we got them out at two fifty each. Oh, Ooh, wow. that's good. So that's less than half price of, on the six ninety nine ones. Um, so and, what what would you recommend? Attention be on the strategy. To they're big, they're big enough. You could even hold them till next year probably. But do you think it's best to quick get them in again? Oh, I'd plant them. They're they're, they're ready to they're ready to give. Uh, so you get some full Yeah. Right? Yeah, and uh, bougainvilleas, any and every size bougainvillea, we've got them at fifty percent off. Bougainvillea? Yes. Yeah, that's fifty percent off. Yep. In what store. got into you, son? In store special. <laughs> in store special. Nobody knows about this. You can't even find I this. I know on. it is not on my deal here. You can't find it online. That's cool. a good deal. Actually, next week you'll find it online. Oh, okay. <laughs> some of some of them are hanging baskets and. Oh, there's a, there's still a few four inch pots out there. There's some one gallon. There's some ten inch hanging baskets. There's some oh. ten inch pots. There's some three gallon pots. Oh, okay. And there's some big ones. There's still some patio trees left, and there's some on trellises, or yeah. is it trelli? Not sure. sure. Okay, I'm going to go with that. All right. The plural of trellis is. Trilli. Trilli. Or this is. So we've got that is a, a big butterfly. We've, we've got them in all sizes, and uh, every, every one of them is half price. Good. Okay. That's kind of cool. Um, Chase, did we tell you that uh, that great attendance on Thursday? Yes. Uh, yeah. That's always good. Yeah. A lot of big crowd and an enthusiastic crowd, and everybody got their um, Milbergers. Oh, yeah. You tell you. Yeah, waiting to see you. that. Yeah. The uh, y'all always talk about the instant color. You've got the uh, tropical hibiscus on sale in the one gallon for four eighty eight, and I've seen them. They're blooming. They are there. nice. And then we and also different colors. We have and some bigger ones too, and some fancy colors. They are spectacular. I don't see as many plumeria. Are they been moving out? They have been. Okay. There's still a f- couple of the unusual colors, uh, but you got to hurry if you want one. Okay. So let's see. In the one gallon, tomatoes and celebrity. Are there other varieties yet? Or are they coming in? Uh, there should have been three varieties of okay. gallon cans. There probably are. I just saw the celebrities. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, well, great selection on the rest of the tomatoes. Uh, peppers were, were uh, available, and we've got the squashes and the cucumbers and the beans. Uh, so we're, we're set up for that. I did see cool weather crop vegetables that I could get, but I think we're going to procrastinate another okay. couple more weeks. Okay, good. Can't imagine with a hundred degrees. Yeah. <laughs> did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? Okay, here we're going to give you the mic. It'll be on the air, and these guys will be able to help you. What's going on? How well do azaleas do in San Antonio, particularly under oak trees? No, they don't. They don't, they don't like our alkaline soil, so. A lot of pe- some people will plant them in containers and have acidified soil, or you modify the soil and they do well for four or five we- years. And so, if I put them in a raised bed, I have a tree well I just made, and it's pretty much full of mulch, as in hardwood mulch, and then softwood mulch, and then sand. Well, well if you did put some, if you put a half of half sand and half sphagnum peat moss, you'd get an acid situation for. Your four or five years. Can I just fake it with mere acid? No. No. Won't do it. You, you mm-hmm. could fake it with chelated iron. I could, yeah. But it's going to be... But it still wouldn't last time, though, would it? 
No. At some point, it's going to be trouble, to troublesome. Me. Yeah. So the container situation is probably the best choice. We got some folks that that have a uh, stream bed soil or a lot of organic material in their soil, and they, you know, they still have to intensely manage the thing with lots of. Uh, well, the soil that I put in there is a hundred percent organic, but I'm still thinking that it's only going to. Uh, pH is going to go yeah. long-term anyway. thinking every time you water you're watering with lime water yeah I know. so no matter how acidic you make it every time you water you're making exactly. it alkaline so that's why you do have to use the iron products religiously to keep it close to the right pH and uh, okay. if we got if I we got rain every single week it'd be acidic rain but <laughs> that's another issue is the the uh our droughts they don't they, so they where, just don't like our droughts either. where are you from that you want an azalea I live out in the west side town. I know, but, but I'm talking... I, I, I just moved here from North Carolina. Well, there, there you go. go. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm an azalea and a camellia. Oh, Lord. My yard was mostly camellias. Yeah. Cor- the high country Koreans that bloomed in the snow. So it was really very pretty to go out in the snow, and you'd see all my camellias were in bl- bright bloom. I hope you took pictures. I have some pictures. Yeah. There you go, because you're not going to see that here. I know, I know. Yeah, we get we have <laughs> we have had through the years had some gardeners that, and I'm sure there's still people out there that have a, but it's a it's a real management issue, problem. You just have to concentrate and lots of sphagnum peat moss and lots of containers work best. Didn't the past moors have a a bigger, oh, big, yeah. pretty azaleas? Yeah, they did. And who are our friends that? Uh, Jerry, they had az- azaleas out out there and the uh, tulips. Remember, I was trying to remember what their names were too. They 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 spent they made several trips to East Texas every year to get pick up loads of uh, pine pine needles. straw. Yeah, used it until until they uh, uh, picked up a snake uh, <laughs> in the pine needles and and they kind of changed their uh, management style then, but but. Yeah, uh, lots like nursery. We sell sell mm-hmm. azaleas sell and camellias and everything. How if you're gonna, hmm? How will my caladiums do? do great. Caladiums do wonderful. He was asking how is caladium. Oh, here. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna give you the mic again so we can. <laughs> my question was, how will my caladiums do? They should do great. Okay, and they'll come back each year. Or would they get smaller and smaller each year? Yeah, really, smaller and smaller. And it also depends on rainfall. So when they, they die down for the for the winter, if we get a ton of rain, they tend to rot. If we don't get a ton of rain, you get some recovery. I have irrigation, but I'm just it's so expensive to use here. Oh, okay. Cool, thanks. Well, yeah, just, just you need to learn to love some of those uh, uh, basic soil plants, you know, your uh, um, Texas sage, and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Latin, That's pretty. Yeah, yeah. Esperanza. And I did the uh, what was the August Beauty? Was that the Gardenia? That's a Gardenia. Yeah, I did that for in a container for about two or three years, and then it just got too wet. It 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 was we had a rainy fall or something, and it just it died because of that. But in the container, it did okay, and it, it was one. Oh. Okay, not a huge container person. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Uh, and, of course, we have a 
Jerry and his team did a management plan for blueberries, and we've yeah. There's a lot of a lot of us gardeners have uh, blueberries in half whiskey barrels and things too. So so what if he does this? <laughs> what if he takes the half whiskey barrel and buries it in the ground, and then makes that? Well, you the, would probably not use a half whiskey barrel. Oh, okay. Get you one of those uh, plastic plastic. Yeah. Barrels. Okay. That works. That works pretty cool. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> well, that, uh, <laughs> that's that can solve one problem and get it. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're not doing very well. SeaWorld used to have a guy that was the owner, I guess, early on in SeaWorld, and that's out on the north side in the rocks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, he wanted azaleas, so they would grow azaleas in containers. And then uh, uh, in the spring, they would sink the containers and, and let, it, let, let them stay in the container. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And then jerk them up. Yeah. Could you learn to like containers? No. <laughs> <laughs> you better if you like azaleas. Yeah, you should just try. One container, one azalea. See, how, <laughs> see if it makes you happy. Yeah, yeah me- there you go. Mexican food is great. And you can yeah. you can say I have the only azalea in San well one of the only azaleas in San Antonio. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. What else he, is going on? Kinda, he kind of stomped away. Does that mean he was? Uh, I don't think he was happy with the answer. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, he had he had a good good deal going in North Carolina. So yeah, like. we had. Did you have azaleas and gardenias and camellias in Tennessee? I got them in the front yard right now in t- my Tennessee home. Is that right? Well, but North Carolina. Can be, uh, I mean, just as hot as here, and uh, yeah. humidity is high. But he was in the mo- it was in the mountains. Right. Well, he's talking about snow. So yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> so that yeah. sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Well, East Texas, you can grow azale- azaleas. Trace, what else? What else? Before we go to break. I, I think that's about it. We've got okay. The great color for uh, for almost back to school. We are at that point where the kids are going to start going off to their dorms and all that, and we mm-hmm. do have. A, Great selection of indoor plants, uh, even some that the kids will be able to keep alive. So, and, yeah. <laughs> all right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road with some great events that are coming up at Millburgers. First off, we're going to have the Blood Drive. The Blood Drive is going to be August 17th over at Millburgers. And to support the Blood Drive, Millburgers will give a $10 gift certificate to each person willing to donate, whether you qualify or not. You even get two certificates if you do a dual donation. And then if you give blood, you will be in the drawing for a $200 gift certificate to Millburgers. So you want to be sure to mark your calendar for August 17th from 10 a.m. to 1.30 for the Blood Drive. We've had some some great success with these, and we want to make sure we continue helping your South Texas neighbors. So mark your calendar for August 17th, and then mark it for August 31st from 9 to 3 when we have the Lions Club Free Kids Sight Vision Screening over at Millburgers. For more information on all these events, go to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. 
Lifestyles Unlimited is the real estate investor education and mentoring group that has been taking people by the hand and teaching them how to invest in real estate for over 28 years. Our students have been so successful at creating wealth and passive income that they have won local, state, and national investor of the year awards 12 of the last 12 years. It's easy to see why Think Realty Magazine named us the best in the U.S. If you're ready to add real estate to your portfolio, go to lifestylesunlimitedmap.com to access our free live training event schedule. Do you ever look at your life and feel like you were made for something more? Jesus made a simple statement. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I came to give you abundant life, real life. I talk to a lot of people, and many seem to feel like they're settling for a whole lot less. Hi, I'm Sean Azaro, pastor of River City Community Church, and we are so convinced that we were made for something better. We call ourselves a church for real life. I'd like to invite you to join us for one of our weekend gatherings, which are an exciting and artistic blend of music, reflection, and practical insights, all designed to explore the life that God meant for us. River City is located a mile and a half outside of Loop 1604 on Lookout Road across from Otama Park. Service times are Saturday at 5 p.m. and Sunday at 9.30 and 11.15 a.m. River City is a church for real life, so our home on the web is reallife.org. To find out more, visit us online at reallife.org. God created you for something very special. Come find out more at River City Community Church. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line Hello friends in SAT, you need to call OMG, OMG Kitchen and Bath Hi, it's Mike Gallagher and OMG's full-time creative designers and staff will make you so proud of your newly remodeled kitchen and bath. See what I mean at OMGKitchenBath.com or stop in the OMG showroom on Nakoma. FYI, OMG is A-rated with the BBB and Angie's List but call OMG ASAP 210-535-1000 that's 210-535-1000 omgkitchenbath.com Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Sun songs today. Sun and sunshine. Uh, Al back at the station. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Toll free 866-308-8867. Yeah, I was looking through Calvin's article for a listing of shade-tolerant ground cover that you could replace the, uh, the grass with. And uh, we should ask we should ask uh, Trace while he was up here about uh, you know they 
some grasses, some St. Augustine claim to be more shade tolerant than others. Uh, where, where, you, where you really get into trouble, or where the advertisers really get into trouble, is when they start talking about they've got a new Bermuda or buffalo grass that is shade tolerant. And that's happened a couple of times. Uh, but uh, if you if you're fighting the shade, uh, you've got to use Saint Augustine for a grass. It's the most shade tolerant there is. I think uh, I think I think Trace and all of them talk about Delmar as, as as being shade tolerant, more shade tolerant. I know a lot a lot of um, people. A deal with San Augustine do say that the um, our uh, Floritam is not not the most. That's shape right. Of That's yeah. right. That's been proven. Yeah. I I always get I always think it's dangerous. I think the difference between the amount of tolerance. Yeah. Very little. Yeah. Hard, it's hard. To, uh, very little <laughs> difference, and then it's hard to measure how much the sun is actually the. There, it's just like the the discussion we had, Milton. If you can you can be right on the edge, yeah. And uh, and if there's enough moisture, the grass really does well. Right. And then right you cross the edge, and yeah, yeah and then uh, it's, it's weird. Too much shade, or yeah. So yeah, a lot, there, of, a lot of times the best the best choice is to consider the drought tolerant ground cover gra- ground covers. Yeah. And Calvin mentions those in his article in today's paper. It says, uh, gradually convert the lawn to shade-tolerant ground covers such as Asian jasmine. That's what I've done. Mondo grass, liriope, sedges, and dwarf ferelia. I think Neil Sperry likes, uh, he likes liriope a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, well, you can, sure. You, you can blow the leaves out of. Uh, yeah, and you got uh, lots of choices too. You know, bigger and littler. I mean, medium size and uh, and they're different. I just like those uh, those landscapes. Like uh, there's some over there. What's uh, what's over on um, King uh, William? King William with where they got it layered. You know, they've got a, a tall uh, larapy and then then. Uh, a smaller one, oh, and they have a nice uh, flagstone walk, and really the the textures. Of course, it's not some place you can putt your <laughs> or uh, throw the ball yeah. for your dog usually, but uh, but it really looks nice if you got uh, a lot of shade and you're content with a uh, uh, the ground ground covers. Well, and in terms of uh, comparing them to lawn grass, easier to take care of once they're established. Too. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Okay, go <laughs> check all the chickens. Uh, but uh, Kevin writes, layered ground covers of different textures and sizes interspersed with paths and patios can be very attractive. Ground covers require less maintenance and water than grass. Um, in fact, some uh, I let's see. You didn't mention ivy, did you? No. No, I would have been. I've actually gotten less and less happy with ivy. Yeah, because <laughs> we we get 
for my first 10 years or 15 years that I was always on my list, but then we've had so much issue with it. Yeah. Between fungus and... Fungus uh, disease got in, yeah. in, into some stand, especially in the older neighborhoods where they just... They're, the, they've got real old established ivy beds, and uh, they've let leaves accumulate in them without cleaning them out. And uh, they they used to it used to get we had a spell there. I guess it was a rainy rainy spring where we were getting a lot of calls on the ivy just dying out in spots. Yeah. Uh, and they they narrowed it down to a, a fungus, a fungus disease. And uh, at that time, it seemed. Now I'm talking 30 years ago. We were talking about using uh, something like captan, like like they use on the fruit tree, uh, to spread to clean those beds out. I mean, as good as you could, it's not an easy undertaking. When you've got an established ivy bed, uh, that thing can be a, a bear to clean up. I like my Asian jasmine because I can I mow it. I can mow it. Well, and I, I I like it too because you can you do have you you've got some flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. How tall you want it? I've seen it where they've tried to mow it too low. I mean, when in, I've seen it in full sun. Where they've tried to mow it like a, a you know, like Bermuda. Inches, yeah, like Bermuda grass or something. And that is, is kind of tough on it. I'd do that. Yours works? Yeah. Under it's trees. Yours in the shade, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dense shade. Yeah. Whereas uh, I've, the, the, one I, the one that wasn't very successful that I saw was at a commercial concern that was in the full sun. Oh, yeah. Uh, it would, and, it, it would now, and, and it, they had some higher beds, six inches, and very, you know, very manicured, but the six inches did fine. The the two inches didn't. It was no. stressed from the... That, uh, that uh, mowed short, Agent Jasmine mowed short, and my oak sprouts yeah. <laughs> mowed short are my two ground covers for the under the trees. If you... You might well, He also mentioned. Uh, Calvin also mentioned in his article. He he had to slip in there with uh, 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 horse herb method. Mm. Said if if you are content with a shaded area with some grass and more mowable weeds like horse herb, <laughs> uh, the area could evolve to be easy to manage. Relatively attractive and water efficient. My horse herb is not liking this dry weather. It's, it's, it's kind of disappeared. Practically gone. Yeah. We get a a week of rains, it'll be back. But no. Now you mentioned uh, those those. I wonder if we if we mentioned more. Some uh, are there more. Then Asian jasmine, mondo grass, larope, sedges, and dwarf relia. But have, we, have we ever made a listing of? Uh, oh yeah, we have ground covers. Yeah, we have. There's a lot. There's a lot more we could list, especially, especially if you're uh, depending on how if you want some taller ones included in 
and shorter ones. So a lot of good ground. Yeah. You know, you know a lot of times we've mentioned uh, shrimp plant. We've mentioned uh, Turk's cap. What a now Neil keeps men- men- mentioning this. Uh, oh, I can some wintergreen or something. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I never not sure what that <laughs> what is. What that even. is though. Uh, did, did you you think we have that in an article on Plant Answers? The, 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 big, the longer list? The longer list? I think, oh yeah, I think we've probably got a couple, some articles that have a longer list. Nope. I know we've got, we've spent a lot of time in the past writing about ivy, too. And uh, yeah. we've, had, we've done whole articles on uh, the uh, choices for shady ground, ground covers in the shade. That's so, what I mean, yeah. Yeah. But you pretty well covered in today's paper. Um, the uh, Neil has a any uh, down to earth uh, in today's paper said that uh, they had a fig question. That we have had we have two fig trees that we planted three years ago. They have not produced figs this year. Then he says. <laughs> I cut one of them back last fall, and it has no figs on it at all this year. The plant, uh, the plant, the other plant has figs, but they are hard and not maturing. What is wrong? Uh, the uh, on figs, they. Uh, there's very few. There's there's only a couple of figs that I know of. That uh, thank you. That uh, that will produce after being frozen down one year, or cut down. Um, that the ones that will produce is brown turkey, and the the lemon fig that we used to sell in in our group. That got killed. That got killed with cotton root rot. But uh, I've noticed, and, and we know we notice this especially this green fig phenomenon. And uh, it's, it's the the feedback I've been getting on that is that uh, it's lack of water. You know, if if we. Uh, I've have I've had people tell me well early in the season when we had rain, we had lots of figs. Yeah, and they bigger. They were bigger. Yeah, they were bigger, and now there's just a lot of little green ones that won't ripen. Yeah, you, you had that experience. Oh yeah, my, my I've got. I think three. that has to be water, doesn't it? Yeah, and I I've got a little uh, a drip under it, but it's uh, obviously not enough. Mm-hmm. It's a big. A big plant, and it's it's not enough to bring those to ripen. It's kind of like they're just sitting there in reserve. Well, we've seen that quite often mm-hmm. in the summertime here, and uh, we'll, we'll also see it in the fall when they when the fig loses all its leaves. Yeah, in the fall, if you look up there, there's just tons of green figs, and people will, uh, and I've, I. Uh, Kind of hesitate because we we used to grow some for ourselves in the fall, and those plants in gallon containers that would sell like hotcakes are the ones that had figs on them, which will never ripen. Oh yeah, 
But uh, everybody wants the one with the figs on it. It's there. basically oh. a ornamental fig at yeah, that point. Yeah, yeah. But, but that that mainly happens in the fall. Yeah. Now, I'm thinking if we get started getting rain now... We might get we might get a pretty fair harvest. I don't know I don't know or or if they're because there's a lot of them, a lot of the, a lot of figs there, and they're they're not as big as they were the spring that you were talking about, but they're they're pretty good size. Right. So if we had some rain and some cool weather, Milton, <laughs> we're trying. Yeah. All right. Talk we're, to your talk to your friends at the Sinisa. I will. This society. Uh, society. Yes. The uh, Conservation Society for Sinisa. Um, all right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM. The answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road with some great events that are coming up at Millburgers. First off, we're going to have the Blood Drive. The Blood Drive is going to be August 17th over at Millburgers. And to support the Blood Drive, Millburgers will give a $10 gift certificate to each person willing to donate, whether you qualify or not. You even get two certificates if you do a dual donation. And then if you give blood, you will be in the drawing for a $200 gift certificate to Millburgers. So you want to be sure to mark your calendar for August 17th from 10 a.m. to 1.30 for the Blood Drive. We've had some great success with these and we want to make sure we continue helping your south texas neighbors so mark your calendar for august 17th and then mark it for august 31st from nine to three when we have the lions club free kids site vision screening over at millburgers for more information on all these events go to millburgernursery.com that's millburgernursery.com um, excuse me. Yes. In case you haven't noticed, advertising has changed over the years. What? It used to be customers could find or discover your business in just a handful of ways. Now, life is digital with so many more options and things you need to do. You need Salem Surround, a full-service digital agency with all your digital marketing under one roof. When a potential customer searches for your product, do they find your business or the competition? Is your business's contact information accurate and everywhere it should be to reach today's digital consumer? Does your website have all the right tools to turn visitors into leads? If not, we've got some solutions. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to help get your message in front of today's digital audience. We'll help deliver customers by putting your business message in the right place at the right time. Don't just invest in a marketing strategy. You need to surround your target audience. Learn more at surroundsanantonio.com. Surroundsanantonio.com. Connecting you with new customers. Your life is an important one. Here at 930 AM, The Answer, we want to hear how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our programs and hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities and challenges. And every day, it's our wish that what you hear on this station positively affects you and your family. We may be your main source of much-needed information, or we may provide you with a perspective about the world that's truthful and timely. Maybe it's giving you unique insights at just the right time. 
These interactions happen regularly, and we would love for you to tell us about it. Visit 930amtheanswer.com and type in the keyword story for all the details. Then record a video message on a camera or mobile device. For sharing your impact story with us, you'll automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of a $1,000 gift card. Visit 930amtheanswer.com and use the keyword story for all the details, contest rules, and to submit your video. That's 930amtheanswer.com, keyword story. If you're age 59 and a half or older with a 401k plan and still working, stop what you're doing and call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. There are benefits with age, and this is one of them. At 59 and a half, you're entitled to new opportunities in the investment world that can save you thousands in 401k fees and dramatically reduce your risk of a market correction. You've worked and saved, and now is the time to protect your retirement savings. Call Robin Hoppus at Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. The five years just before and after you retire are critical. Do not put yourself at risk. Robin and her team can show you how to secure your nest egg and ensure income streams for life. Call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000 for your free retirement readiness review. That number again is 210-373-6000 or go online to bigstatefinancial.com. That's bigstatefinancial.com. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Toll-free, 866-308-8867. You can find out more about the blood drive you heard in the commercial on August 17th uh, and the Lions Club free kids' sight vision screening at Millburgers on August 31st. Uh, the same day as the fall vegetable planting for kids, the uh, children's gardening class on August 31st. Uh, you can learn more at MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com, or you can learn what they'll be doing. They'll be screening for uh, uh, near and far-sightedness, unequal refractive power, uh, blurred vision, eye structure problems, and eye movement in for children six months to five years old. I've got all of that. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> you should teach the children something. <laughs> that's, that's like a TV commercial you're watching, you know, and they said the, the side effects are. Yeah, you're like, oh, been there, and, done and, that. <laughs> <laughs> and they list all my side effects. Yeah, you're like going, oh, just one? I'm not even taking the medicine. Yeah, I got all five of those side effects, <laughs> and I'm not even taking the medicine. <laughs> okay, um... Calvin's got another fig. Somebody's upset with their yeah, figs. Yeah, figs. And so he's taking care of that real well. Uh, I want to talk about this. Uh, uh, somebody wrote in uh, to Niels and said, uh, said that uh, I lost about half of my tomatoes this year. The fruit would look great. 
but when I picked them, there would be a soft spot on the on the shoulder. Um, it would spread quickly until the entire fr- fruit was ruined. There was no sign of any insect damage. What would do that? Uh, we saw a lot of that in our in our variety trials for the rodeo tomato. I mean, a lot of it. Uh, it had to do with the wet weather, the rainy wet weather. It was a uh, what we call a fruit rot, which is obviously, uh, and it's it's usually called by uh, some type of fungus. And of course, the one the the ones that hit the ground, the one that hit the ground uh, didn't stand a chance. I mean, they all rotted. In fact, we had uh, we barely had uh, a, enough to uh, take pictures. No, I'm okay, but thank you. <laughs> Here, can we pass Jerry a fig? No, 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 no. Is that green issue? What is that? Okay, 210-308-8860. Yeah, it's green on the outside and uh, ripe on the inside. Yeah, that's typical green issue. But uh, anyway, what's her problem? Oh, she was, she had a, uh, she's got another plant that, Exactly what, like Neil was talking about, in the, that uh, her daughter's been pruned it way back. And, oh, uh, man. And, uh, I know it. <laughs> oh, here, well. These, no. these, da- these daughters, they, they, can, uh, they can do some stuff. But basically, don't prune it. Yeah, that's a good one. Let, Let me take that. Right, that so. on. There you go. Oh, yeah, this is fig size uh, that I'm looking at, and uh, the fruit is actually bursting a little bit, hmm. and uh, so it's completely right. It's very good. Hey, you wanna, very good. You want to yes. talk about it on the air a little bit? Did you want to talk about it on the air a little bit? Sure. Here. <laughs> Here. All right, Milton. Here, here you go. I'm going to give you this. You're pushing the line again. I'm going to eat Milton's. Okay, you can have mine. Yeah, so you were talking, what was the, the challenge, was what was happening? It was this old fig tree that was there for about 20 years, and it came out of a one-gallon pot. Yeah. And was going south to north, yeah. east to west. Yeah. And different, having big green, big green figs, and then the type that was on the tag, the ever-bearing. Mm-hmm. And a few weeks ago, the, a bad storm pushed the whole thing all over the, the neighborhood. And we, we chopped it back with the chainsaw. Okay. And now it's starting, it's starting new. Shoot. Yeah. So I was just saying. It'll I be just, all right. It'll I, come back. Not, not do anything else. Just no, <laughs> no. Put more water on it. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, it'll come back. Uh, fig's pretty tough. Uh, if it didn't die from something like cotton root rot, 
It'll come back. I don't back. think so. It'll I don't think back. so. No, just the wind. This spring, it didn't have that much water, and I, it was, it had such a, it was so low, you know, that those east to west branches, they were so low, and they all came down to the ground, <clears throat> and I couldn't get the the mower under there. No, no. It wasn't, I don't when, when that the, fig, the neighborhood, the fig is taking over the neighborhood. Yeah, right? when when that happens, you just get your uh, stool and get out there and start eating eating figs. Till you get sick. Yeah. yeah. What do you do with all your figs? Well, a friend of mine has a has a recipe, and she puts it with um, strawberry jello, and then she calls it strawberry jam. Yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. So what's it called? Straw, mock orange. Strawberry jam. With because she puts the strawberry yeah. jello with the figs. Yeah, I oh. think they call it mock orange. Uh, the recipe. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we've got we've got uh, that recipe, and uh, a, a, a couple called me out thirty years ago. To look at look at their fig, and uh, he had had some hundred year had a hundred year old recipe fig recipe, which is also on plantanswers.com under the recipe section. But uh, they were good. They're good when they're good. Yeah, but the, bird, <laughs> but the birds don't get. The there birds. you go. Darn, <laughs> Darn birds, huh? All right. Well, okay. keep us informed. Thank you. Okay. Thank you Thank for coming you. by. Your fig will be okay. And it certainly was good, the uh, fig that uh, I ate Milton's in my share. So thank you. <laughs> Thanks. All right. 210-308-8867. She did fine. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. We didn't finish up the tomato rotting. Oh, okay. Sorry. Do you have a lot of tomatoes rot this year? I did early. I yeah. did too. Yeah, yeah, we did too. Lots and um, I, I think it was just a fruit rot. Now I talked to, uh, I talked to some of our uh, food specialist people, uh, preservative people, and they were talking about. I asked them once I picked that red. It would happen on our red fruit. In other words, yeah, you could you could go out there and pick a tomato. This is all varieties. Pick a tomato and uh, look for it. There's no blemish on it, no rot on it, anything else. Put it in storage for. Um, I think we put them in storage for a week before we were going to take pictures of them. Uh, and they, we we lost uh, over half of them to, to, to fruit. So I I was asking them if it would be it would if it would help get rid of that fungus uh, to dip them in a uh, lightly uh, Clorox uh, solution. And they, they said they probably would because a lot of commercial people do that. Yeah, and there was a. There was always, uh, or quite often, there was secondary kind of action. You know, the minute that little, there'd be rot, there'd be some, there are three or four different uh, yeah. insects in there. Ants. Oh, yeah. Flies. Yeah. Uh, everything. Yeah, it was quite a 
quite an experience. But it it took it took at least fifty percent of our tomatoes, and uh, that was after the blossom in rot had occurred on the first ripe tomato. Uh-huh. So uh, we we had to struggle to get pictures of next year's uh, next year's uh, rodeo tomato. Which I just got through editing, by the way. Oh, okay. Oh, well, they look pretty good on the picture. Hey, we got Art on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Art. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Doing good. I uh, got a quick question. Two different types of uh, peppers. One is uh, Magnifico uh, Pablano. They're coming up tall. Hopefully get bigger, and uh, then they've got similar to a hatch chili. It's a New Mexico. I don't know. It's one of the original. And anyway, uh, I see started. It was awfully late, uh, but they're blooming and getting a few of them. Uh, but, uh, I thought I read only how often to fertilize and with what. That's my question. Are they in containers or in the ground? No, no, no. They're in a no raised bed garden. They're in a garden. Okay. Uh, yeah. I would I would say start out with uh, the slow release fertilizer, like nineteen five nine slow release fertilizer, and then uh, oh. if you want to give them some extra nutrients, uh, you can use some of that some of the water soluble fertilizer. Okay, I've uh, got a bunch of hats to grow. Is that okay? That'll work. That'll work. Okay. And uh, you use it about weekly. Now, they, oh, they okay. Will, okay. They, they will still uh, still drop blooms during this heat. Right. But uh, uh, coming up pretty quick when we get the cool weather, Melton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when the cool, we'll cool that first cool rain. front comes through. Uh, they'll start setting fruit, and we'll ripen yeah. them by uh, by the first frost. Yeah, I do have uh, the poplars are coming along pretty nice, but I got to one, you know, like good lord, uh, they're normally bigger, and maybe I, okay, you answer that. I got to fertilize a lot more often than what I'm doing. So thank oh, you. Oh yeah, yeah. But this also, I saw there was an article in the paper that this this was the. Uh, Hottest summer on record, or the hottest, uh, yeah, the hottest summer on, on record too. So, so we got a lot of uh, plant responses that are responses to this kind of what? record uh, heat. Where was that written? In uh, I don't know either. The, We've uh, only had one hundred degree day. Yeah, that's right. But the average, uh, yeah. nine, the average across the. Uh, across the world is was uh, is the highest it's ever been. Oh, okay. I've got lots of lots. Of, we've had lots of ninety five pluses and ninety seven. Right. Yeah, no. but we've had one hundred and thirteen degree days here. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> they have. Uh, I got that's sun, feel like I got don't over it, but okay. Thank you. Okay. okay. Thank you for calling. All right. I've got about a minute left. What should we wrap up with? Oh. Uh, 
Well, if we had some more figs, we could eat some more figs. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. She should bring. You should say. You need to work that a little bit. You know what? These are good. Can you bring? Well, they're, they're, they're they just see them what they look like on a Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> they're deceptive though. The, those green, uh, because they look like they're not ripe, but boy, they are very sweet. Dennis sent me this deal about massive swarms of grasshoppers have descended upon Las Vegas this week. Oh, man. Gambling. And it's startling some <laughs> residents. That's right. They're going to shows and yeah. gambling. There's a convention, <laughs> a grasshopper convention. But uh, Nevada has seen more rain than usual this year. Mm. The state has averaged 9, 9.94 inches of rain from January through June, nearly double the average of 5.92. So uh, it's the third wettest January to June on record for the state. So I guess that stimulated the grasshopper. All right. Well, we have run out of time. We're going to say goodbye for today. But you be sure to join us next, uh, actually tomorrow, back here at Millburgers, <laughs> next day. Uh, we're 1604 on Boulevard Road. Come on out and ask your gardening question in person like the woman with the figs or uh, we had other folks that came by or call us at 210-308-8867. Thanks to Al doing a great job with all the music. Thanks to you for listening. On behalf of the docs, I'm Milton Glick, and we'll say goodbye for today on 930 AM. This is The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.